Hello, I'm constitutional attorney Catherine Henry and welcome to this constitution segment recap. This week we've been talking about unconstitutional orders and we specifically asked the question, are you required to follow an unconstitutional order? In fact, more specifically in our true or false question that we asked on Tuesday morning, we asked, are you required to follow an unconstitutional court order until a higher court says otherwise or overturns it? Well, today we're going to recap all that goes into uh, the answer with that. So um, again, this is just the Constitution segment recap. So if you're looking for all the specifics and the full discussion and even some Q&A that happened in the live segment, um, on Tuesday, then please go ahead and watch uh, that full live stream. Uh, if you're someone that needs to see the constitutional provisions or state statutes or whatever that we've been talking about, then uh, you can actually look at the description of this video, or if you're watching on a platform that doesn't have a description, uh, you can actually check out our website, go to restorefreedomkh.com slash updates, and you'll be able to see the link for the Constitution segment recap. And there you will find uh, the description that has the link to the slideshow that has um, most of the Constitution segments in there that we talked about. We had a lot of different things come up uh, that were related, but uh, I didn't want to make it, you know, a 200 slide presentation for you. So, um, all right, so again, the conversation, the, the full conversation uh, went in depth about, so a judge has issued a blatantly unconstitutional order. Are you required to follow it? What are your options? And then I wanted to uh, give you some real life examples and some practical limitations. And uh, so we talked about things like gag orders, unwanted medical procedures and denials of public information requests. So uh, we need to start with the basics and we the people created our constitution and our very form of government. We get our rights from God, not the government. And our rights are meant to be exercised undiminished, unrestrained, unabridged, uninfringed, unviolated, undenied, undeprived, unabused, and unusurped. But the government has no rights at, at all, none at all. And in fact, um, it is um, only the powers that we delegate to the government in the Constitution that it even has. So it has no rights, and it has only those powers that we specifically delegate to it. So this means that government cannot act unless there is a specific power granted in the Constitution. It also means government then is prohibited from doing anything that violates the US or even state constitutions. And of course, every single government official is sworn to the oath to uphold the US Constitution. So also we need to realize government's main purpose and its responsibility is to protect our God-given liberties so that 
in my exercise of my rights, I'm not trampling upon or impeding you in exercising your rights. So what are some rights that I'm talking about? What are some things you know, that you should be considering? Well, uh, look at our right to be free from impairment of contracts or the right of assembly, consultation, instruction, petition, uh, the right of free speech, the right of uh, uh, freedom of the press, freedom of worship, uh, the right against unreasonable searches and seizures, the right to maintain the power that is inherent in we the people. But there's other rights to look at it from a different perspective, those of uh, equal protection under the law, due process, um, again, the privacy from government, um, criminal trial rights, um, unenumerated rights, and rights against uh, bills of attainder. So in the end, we need to recognize that the US Constitution is the supreme law of the land. And you can look at Article 6 of the Constitution. But that means that no federal law, no state law, no state constitutional provision, no court order, no government action at all can be repugnant to the Constitution. And in fact, any law, state constitutional provision, court order, or other government action that is repugnant to the Constitution is void. It's void on its face. Uh, also, then we need to realize that all judges and government officials, all government officials are required to take the constitutional oath of office. And there are consequences if the constitutional oath is not taken. But um, I wanted to then discuss, you know, what are some of the examples of how court orders violate those kinds of rights and, um, you know, the kinds of court orders that would be blatantly unconstitutional. Again, we talked about gag orders. We went in uh, to some uh, recap of what they are and, you know, what the specific law of the land is relating to those, <clears throat> excuse me, we went into unwanted medical procedures and how court orders forcing those uh, are unconstitutional. Uh, and we um, had a, a quick review of the denial of public information like FOIA requests or public records requests. So again, you know, gag orders are blatantly unconstitutional. We've done full episodes on that. But um, as we've discussed in other prior episodes, the forcing of unwanted medical procedures and the denial of public information like FOIA or records requests, those are also unconstitutional. So that leaves us then with, well, do you have to follow the unconstitutional orders? Again, the constitution is the supreme law of the land. Any state or federal law, state constitution, court order, or other government action repugnant to the constitution is void. And all judges and government officials are bound by the constitution, not an unconstitutional order. So the answer, no, you don't have to follow it. But your legal options and your logistically available options will depend on what is happening. So there's basically three different kinds of unconstitutional court orders that we talked about. One, the government is trying to prohibit you from doing something. Two, the government is trying to force you to do something. Or three, government is refusing to do something that it is required to do. So again, 
the gag orders would be an example of government trying to prohibit you from doing something, sharing information publicly about what happened in a courtroom. Uh, the unwanted medical procedures being forced by court order, that is the government trying to force you to do something. And then the government refusing to do something that it is required to do, well, those FOIA requests or, or uh, information requests or records requests, that would be an example of that. So some options that you have would be to follow the court order and give up your God-given liberties, or simply don't follow the court order appeal to the next highest court, file some sort of action like a quo warranto or writ of mandamus, campaign against that judge in his next election, report the judge to a judicial tenure commission or a similar entity that your state has, file a civil rights complaint with the state or federal government. There's a lot of different options we talked about. So in the end, our question that was our true or false question of the week, uh, we must follow an unconstitutional order until a higher court overturns it, true or false? And the answer is, of course, false, because those orders are void on their face. Again, if you'd like more information, please take a look at that slideshow we have available for you online. Tomorrow's Freedom Fighting Tools, yesterday's Way to Get Involved Challenge, or our full episode that aired on Tuesday at noon. Please join us next Tuesday at noon for our next full episode of Restore Freedom Weekly. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day.